right. And here we go with session 74 of the Scarper Shoals campaign. It is Crown's Day, the 17th of Teal. The skies are clear and there is no wind whatsoever. To alleviate the boredom, Yenda has called a game of Basilinda, which is a kind of a cross between truth, and, truth or dare and strip drinking. Um, <laughs> we went over the rules last time, and we, in, the, in the intermeaning uh, time since last session, we decided we're not going to play it turn by turn and question by question, but we're going to, to, uh, to handle it on a somewhat more general level. Uh, so what I'm going to ask each of you is what what is your what is your intention to uh, those of you who are playing because mm -hmm. we have um, Sierra playing we have Yenda Macron Garinen and uh, Sherby oh and and Malgalad mm -hmm. so for Sherby, Malgalad, and Sierra, I want to know what what you want to kind of use this game to accomplish. Are there secrets you want to find out? Are there influences you want to have on people and events? Um, what is it that you want to do or prevent from happening? So let's start with Sherby. All right. I, I haven't much changed from the the... Thing that I emailed you. All uh -huh. right. So my first intent is kiss Macron. Right. Okay. I figured that's pretty easy. Right. Um, and second intent is to help Yenda and Grin and uh, get to know each other a little better. Okay. Beyond the hormones, and also help Macron know where Yenda's head is at, so that whole thing doesn't blow up in our faces. So okay. So you're going to ask, you know, kind of. Uh, kind of lightly probing questions to find out about their personalities and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So now like, I should, I should point out that one of the strategies that you can take in the game and you can learn this fairly quickly is that instead of trying to like get secrets from someone, you can also ask someone to do something challenging, especially if you want to get them naked or drunk. <laughs> uh, so, so they would have to make a skill roll in order to, to, you know, respond properly. So, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, uh, so, uh, if, the, if you want to do that with one of the other players or characters, uh, one of the other characters, um, that's also an option I should point out. Yeah. The, the other one that I wanted to do was, uh, tease Mogulod. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, this was your brilliant idea in the first place. So, well, as far as Sherby knows, so, um, <laughs> Uh, so I just have a, a general, a general nosy question, um, but maybe I can, uh, may, maybe ask her to do something would be a little more challenging. But you know, the 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 first two, the first two points kind of stand as is. Okay. All right. What is Malgalad going to do with this with this game? Uh, get as many of these people to bang as possible because they're driving me crazy. <laughs> okay. Facilitate goal number one. Intimacies. Okay. Uh, any other? Any other? Um, That's uh, an awful fancy phrase for they gonna frick. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
any other um, any other intentions going into this because you're going to be interacting with everybody else around the table um around the circle that's really job one maybe okay. job two can be uh get macron and grinning to loosen up a bit regardless of what anybody else decides to do okay and um Hmm. I don't know. Also, probably get Cyrilla to relax a little bit. Yeah. I actually didn't think that Cyrilla was participating. Oh yeah, we established that last session, last episode. Yeah, last I, episode. I, I, I thought he was just supervising was. to make sure that nobody got thrown overboard. One moment, I will be well, right back. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Peter, participating what is, or not? What is Cyrilla's goals going to be in all this? So, Cyril is, you know, primary goal number one, uh, remain sober. Uh, <laughs> degrees are allowed. Good luck with that. Basically, she, uh, she she's going to be employing a strategy that's that where, you know, nudity is fine, getting drunk isn't. So, she's... Okay. All right. You know, uh, <clears throat> basically strategizing out the, the actual intake of, of alcohol. Um Okay. So, so if if Sierra is asked, because if you if you if you're asked to do something and you try and fail, you must take something off and drink. Or if you're asked a question, and uh, your 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 answer is not considered truthful, that, that's the penalty. So, if Sierra is asked to do something and they're not confident they're going to do it, they're just going to say, well, "Okay, I'm, I'll just I'll just take off a piece of clothing instead, instead of trying." They're going to play it safe that way to avoid yes. drinking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Muggleit will have to take up the same strategy because she also doesn't drink, but she will okay. answer pretty much any question. Okay. <laughs> Note to self: Don't play truth or dare with anybody from this game anytime soon. <laughs> well, Muggleit. Well, one of the things that Lee has told us several times is that she is playing uh, Sherby as a complete opposite to herself. Oh yeah, so. no, I'm I'm just being yeah. silly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so. Playing truth um, or dare with me completely boring. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to clean my sink. <laughs> okay, yeah, that I would do. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, what, what else? So, what, what else? Uh, uh, secondary primary mm-hmm. part. The, the, the rather the primary goal is to actually um, get uh, Garinin to reveal himself. Um, not really out for secrets. Um, like her, mm. the the point of her questions for mm-hmm. Grin will be to kind of reveal his personality and, okay, you know, you know, kind of kind of things are innocuous and casual. Um, both for the sake of Yenda and also, and you know, he's a, he's a companion. He's he's dedicated to her, so she sees this as an opportunity to get to know him better. As a okay, person. all right, all right. And um, she's willing to uh, play along and you know reveal herself. Okay. Uh, how about how about dealing with some of the other players around the circle? Um, she acknowledges, and 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 this is like the tertiary uh, goal mm-hmm. uh, that uh, apparently Yenda and uh, there there is some horn dogging going on, and she's not opposed <laughs> to that, and uh, uh, she will aid all efforts towards that okay okay uh, but that's a, that's definitely a church area uh, uh concern or goal okay okay um how about with regard to the other members of the party of sherby and Malgalad? uh they can do whatever they want 
Well, no, but and but there's going to be times when no your turn. In, in there's going to be times when your turn is to ask a question or, or of 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 Sherby or Malkalog. Oh, um. Well, if Sierra understands that Sherby's trying to hook up with Macron. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that is that is blatantly obvious. There's no insight yeah, then, required for that. Sheila <laughs> will, will definitely try and play along in that direction. Okay, um, and then she'll she'll take her cues as far as Mag, uh, Mag's concerned. She'll take her cues straight from Magdalad. Okay, all right. Um. Okay, so um. These these strategies become pretty obvious as soon as you're playing. Um, uh, and Yenda it is of course trying to seduce Garinan, and uh, and his you know when when she has her questions for him that's that's the direction she's posting there, but when it comes to asking um, Sherby or Malgalad or Sierla she starts asking about the butterfly cabal, mm-hmm. and asking things like, uh, tell me. Uh, tell me one thing you found at the Butterfly Cabal that you haven't told me about yet. And things like that. Um, are you going to try and keep those secret, or are you going to go ahead and tell her about things that you found? Sheila would definitely not talk about that at all. She okay. would rather take some okay. off. Okay, okay. So that's going to that's gonna leave Sheila with, with, a, with a, a piece of clothing or two missing. Um how about Magalad? Have they established how many pieces of clothing they're wearing? Um, I, I am assuming I am assuming five five pieces. Okay, that, all right, that, fair enough. You know, like um, footwear, top, bottom, and two pieces of underwear, basically. Well, bra. Well, yeah, I guess two pieces of underwear. Okay, shoes. Um, you know, it's it's. Being, this is being played for for, 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 for for keeps, not for, you know, like, oh, I'll take out this hairband. Uh, <laughs> um, so... Um, uh, will tell her. Okay. Actually, because she feels like Yenda... If we don't give her the information, she's going to go do some risky shit to get the information, so... Okay. How about how about Sherby? I honestly don't remember what we've told her about the butterfly cabal and what we haven't. You haven't told her much. Um, you 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 haven't told her that you found a recipe book, and you haven't told her that you found some leftover potions that survived. Yeah. Um, and you haven't found a, you found a spell book. Um, yeah. I would definitely not tell her about the recipe book if I yeah, or the spell book. Okay, but you, but Um, you, okay. So assume that you told her that you did find some potions that were still efficacious. um, Yeah, yeah. Did we tell her about the statues? She was. She found those when you sold them in Tabatabai. She was. She bought one and brought it to the dinner. Remember? Oh, okay. And so that's how she knew that you had. You had. Found found something from the butterfly cabal because when she bought it, she asked it where it came from, and the person who sold it to her said, "Oh, these, you know, the the uh, order of the violet dawn sold it to me." I um, probably tell her more about the artifacts, like the the ewer, 
that we found the the what was it the the thing we found um, some dishware. The, yeah, um, the, the 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 fancy the fancy made dishware that that looks like the was made with the same techniques as the statues and okay. Those kinds oh, of shit. Ah, shit. Okay. Go ahead. You guys keep going. Um, uh, Garinin has some very interesting questions. Um, he asks people to tell about their happiest memories. Um, and, um, who they serve and what is their, uh, greatest obligation. Um, and it's pretty clear early on that he's trying to find where his place in the world is and, mm -hmm. you know, cause he, he doesn't have a lot of exposure to, uh, the world as it is. And, um, He's using this to kind of find that out. So his questions are pretty easy to answer, um, but but yeah, that's he his questions reveal a lot more about him than they do about anybody else. But they are you know they they, they are an option an opportunity to uh, to learn about each other. Um, Macron uh, is trying to. Uh, protect Yenda, um, and so he he um, uh, when he when he asks Garinin a question, he's like, you know, tell me about your worst worst uh, 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 um, your worst personality aspect. You know, <laughs> what makes you a terrible person? And uh, Garinin is is. A little confused by that, um, but uh, he's he's uh, and spends a long time kind of figuring out how to answer the question. But um, uh, ultimately, says that uh, his 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 worst aspect right now is that he's so confused. Um, he's trying to. He's tr Mekron definitely wants to protect House Diab. Um, and, uh, uh, and he does want to get closer to Sherby. Um, so he asks mem other members of the, uh, uh, of the order to tell stories about Sherby and things that have happened. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, uh, of all of the members of the people who are playing, he does not want to get naked. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, what I would like each of you to do. Um, is make a persuasion check, an insight check, and a deception check. One each. Uh, DC is 12, and tell me how many successes you get. Persuasion, persuasion insight, insight, and, and deception. Persuasion, insight. While they're doing that, I just spilled tea because i forgot that i had a cord on my headphone and... <laughs> oh, no. uh, oh it's okay it only got on the uh, comforter which i don't really use to sleep on top of so i'll just wash that <laughs> i got one success one success okay uh, my completely uh, ridiculous deception check <laughs> two. yeah I, I roll a terrible deception check um and uh two successes okay and how about mogulad 
Uh, three successes, actually. Okay. Um, uh, uh, by the end of the game, um, uh, Yenda and Garinen have have definitely um, gotten closer. Uh, and mm. uh, 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 Macron is um, is a little tipsy. <laughs> and uh and uh and so is and uh and so is Sherby actually not uh not drunk but 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 has had a, has has managed to drink along the way um and um uh, uh and feels that feels like um like uh Macron would be would be interested in some fooling around if if you could get someplace private so perhaps getting back to his ship would be an option for that. He's not quite out. He's not quite to the level of being willing to make out in, a, in, in you know in a room full of people. Um, <laughs> his loss. Yeah. yeah. Well, Macron, uh, um, uh, Yenda, and is definitely trying moving in that direction with Garinin. Um and uh, 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 and at one point uh, uh, whispers to uh, 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 Malgalad if there's possibly a way of getting Macron and uh, and Sherby off the ship so that she can uh, that she doesn't have her brother over his shoulder when she makes her move <laughs> on Garinan. Yeah, Malgalad will look over the two and then be like, "I don't think that's going to be a problem." <laughs> <laughs> Allow me to lead them down the garden path if necessary, but I think okay. they'll lead themselves. <laughs> is is, is Sherby going to go along with that? Um, yes, because I have to do the opposite of whatever I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know, for me, I would say no, but this is this is Sherby who walks into a bar and just welcomes everybody. <laughs> My <Okay>. people. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, <laughs> Lee, I hate to tell you, I think your character is me. <laughs> uh, completely unintentional, if so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, we'll get to Sherby and Macron in a bit. Um, uh, uh, Garinan and Yenda have have uh, have uh, 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 started making out in the corner when this when the game kind of. Uh, falls apart and it's somebody's turn and nobody cares anymore. Um, uh, uh, Macron and Sherby have left. Um, uh, are you going to leave Garin and Enyenda like the cabin to themselves? I... For the remain, remaining people who are there. Is there a likely surface that they will use? Uh, there, there are, in fact, there are, in fact, beds in this cabin. Yes, Mogulite is just going to wait until they're completely occupied and cast the biggest anti-mistake circle she can, and then <laughs> okay. get get Sierra by the elbow and <laughs> get her out of the room. Okay. All right. Um. I forget what the spell is actually called, but I keep thinking of it as the anti-mistake word. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 work it out. We'll work it out in the uh, in, in in the uh, in the uh, 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 offline. Um, okay, uh, so Malgalad and Sierra uh, slip out slip out um, with uh, with uh, uh, Sherby and Macron. How how far does Sherby want to take this? 
Does Sherby know the likely radius of uh, the anti-mistake war? <laughs> um, uh, 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 I mean, it's, if it's... you ask Mogolod, she will give it to you on a piece of paper. Like, here, just throw it on the ground, wherever wherever you end up. That would be so goddamn convenient in real life. (laughs) And it works on hangovers, too. Yeah. Yeah. Anti-STDs, anti-mistakes, anti-hangover. Yeah. So, so... So, uh, so assuming that Malgalad has provided a, the the uh, the the, the uh, safety spell, um, uh, this is so. This is entirely a question more of of how intimate Truby wants to get um, right now. Uh, Macron is, is seems to be letting Sherby take the lead on that. He's not initiating any kind of greater levels of intimacy without her without her uh, uh, really showing an interest. Mm. You want to roll for it? Honestly, I honestly don't know. Um, you say make out and sleep over maybe? Yeah. yeah, that'll probably end up that way. Okay. All right. So, um... Which is admittedly a, a, a little fast for, you know, a date and mm-hmm. then hauling him along on a trip. Right. Well, you have already slipped over on his ship once already. Yeah. So, um... Depends on depends on what you think of his past. In any case, yeah. uh, he respects that, and uh, and uh, um, uh, uh, luckily his the the alcohol because he he did not want to get he did not want to strip at all, so he ended up a little drunk. Um, uh, means that uh, that uh, he's uh, he's not really up for much more, anyways, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, so that's how that evening passes. Um, it's now the, you wake up in the morning and with your, uh, 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 with your, uh, uh, precautions having been taken, everybody is feeling fine in spite of the, the alcohol. Um, on, it is swords day, the 18th of Teal. The skies are clear and there's a light breeze from the Northeast. Temperatures are warm, but not sweltering. On the horizon, to the west, as the sun rises, a couple of sails are spotted. It's too far to see what kind of ship they are, but they weren't there yesterday. The, the, uh, that's a, they're about 12 miles away. In the morning, Macron asks Sherby, what do I? Th- what do you think I should do with Yenda? She's her grandfather's favorite. He's made me responsible for her welfare. But I feel like I'm caught in a bind. If anything happens to her, my uncle's going to be fur- furious. Yeah, furious. Furious. <laughs> and now there's ships out there that could be chasing us. I feel like I've made a terrible mistake not bringing her home. 
And do you uh, make it? I would like to make an insight check. Yeah. Dirty 20. Uh, he's definitely showing a level of trust for your opinion and your uh, um, your wishes beyond what he's done in the past. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, this is a big thing for him to ask you for help. He's always been very confident in his own choices before. I know. But the, in this particular situation, he was pretty much talked into it. Yeah by me and so I have a certain level of responsibility for the situation that he's found himself in. So let's think about this. I mean, maybe we can convince, um, convince, um, and now I was, all of a sudden I can't remember Christiana's character's name. Um, Avaloki. Avaloki. <laughs> convince Avaloki to cast a teleportation circle to send us back home. We can do that. Um, I don't know if it would bring the ship as well. Uh, I, at this point, it's I mean the ship. The, I'm not as worried about the ship as I am about Yenda. All right. The ship is expendable. Um, yeah. The. Uh, Can I run an insight check on Yenda? Because I want to know if he had managed to take her home, I don't feel she would have stayed there very long. She just would have left in the opposite direction. Um, yeah, make an insight check. All right. Uh, that was a 12. She would have to be convinced that there was a good reason to stay. Yeah. Or she would... She would slip away again. Yeah. Um, or else, or else they'd have to, you know, lock her up. Yeah, and that's that's kind of my fear because she has, and this this is probably what I would tell him is that she has an adventurous soul, and if you had been able to provide a reason that it was a good idea to go home. Um, I think it would have taken a lot of convincing um, at that point in time. If you've been able to provide a, a good reason to go home and stay home, she might have done it for a little while, but she would just go again. Mm. The and then maybe not have been as easy to find. Yeah. And then, you know, she might have headed landward since you were able to catch up with her so easily on, on the, the ship. Water. You might have headed out into the, by land, yeah. uh, which might not be so easy to catch up on. <sighs> right now, she has the support of all of us for backup. The situation right now is mostly contained. The Mooncaller does have defenses, and we're tied up right beside it right now. Well, so now that you've started go. sailing again, that's that's not true. In fact, you are you are sailing fairly close by, but you are not tied directly to the Mooncaller. Okay, so because just you're you're once the, the the winds pick up, and so you're able to make progress again today. Yeah. 
So, you know, the moon caller has defenses and I have defenses. If that ship gets in range, I could maybe burn its mast down and we can escape. We have a lot of ammunition to protect ourselves out here because this is what we do. This is what we've been doing for a while. And I, I personally feel that this may be the least bad of bad options if you don't want to lock her in a tower and throw away the key. I doubt my uncle would go for that. All right. Well, I no. guess we keep going with what we've, what we've got then. Yeah. But, so, um, but if things get bad, mm-hmm. having some kind of escape plan yeah. might be a good idea. If things go bad and we need to get you out, Avaloki will be the first person to volunteer to cast Teleportation Circle and get all three of you out. That'll be number one. And right. we have the address to your home circle. Right. So we can send her directly, send her and you, and actually all four of you, we can send all four of you directly to your house. No problem. We've got the supplies for it. Avaloki has the power to do it. All right. I, I feel confident in promising you that. All right. Um, right now, all we're doing is going to deliver some elves to work on a ship an ancient elven ship which is exciting but barely safe what do you think about leaving the samara behind i'm clearly slowing you guys down the 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 moon collar is taking in sail in order to stay with us the ship is the ship is not built for speed it's built for comfort right um um, and if there's and someone's chasing, I mean, there's nothing else out this way. We didn't encounter those people by accident. They're chasing us. Okay. I mean, I can see that. I don't. I don't know how anybody else couldn't. Okay. Um. Um. I. If, if it's, that, it's a if it's an expensive ship, but uh, I think it might be worthwhile to uh, to uh, leave it behind. Okay. Um, what do you think? Um, if that is what you want to do to put some distance between um, us and them, then I don't think Captain Tarn will have a problem getting us on board. It'll probably be a little tight, but... Um, well, the, 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 the winds are not high, so it's not a difficult job to pull the ships alongside and, uh, and transfer people. Um, you yeah. do have to slow down a fair amount in order to make that safe, but um, but uh, uh, it doesn't take it won't take long. And if you uh, uh, and it'll be make the ship a little crowded, but uh, the moon color is already a little crowded. Yeah. So um, you know, I was, and I will I will apologize because it was you know it was my idea to bring this Samara because um, yeah, well, I was thinking I, that. Uh, that it would be comparable to the moon caller. Uh, well, I mean, it's part of it is because um, 
your Captain Tarn is a hell of a captain. He's, he maneuvers that, that ship expertly, and I'm not, I mean, I know how to maneuver a ship, but I'm not, I'm not the expert he is. Yeah, he is. He was a very lucky find for us. All right. So we'll do that, and uh, we'll transfer as much as I can of my things from, from the Samara, um, and then we'll scuttle her, because I don't want her falling into the hands of... Uh, Whoever that is. Okay. So you do that. Everybody is now on board the moon caller. Um, You're going to scuttle the other ship? That seems excessive. <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah, it seems excessive to me too, but it's not like we could pull. We I, could you know, it's not Avaloki's decision, but I, I guess my Avaloki's assumption would have been if people are following us, they're following us, not the other ship. And so if the other ship were to turn back, I'm guessing the people following us would continue to follow us. Okay. That's, that's, but that's my well, suspicion. What, I don't yeah. know what his reasoning might be. Um, but well, uh, well, well like, Macron comes on board and basically tells the plan to the rest of the group okay. um, that he's going to, he's going to do that. But he says, but... And see, the thing is, there's no one else to pilot that ship but me. Okay. My, my, I guess my, I, I my apprentice here isn't, isn't, isn't up to the job of sailing it back by himself. Um, do we perhaps have uh, some of Captain Tarn's crew that could uh, pick up the slack? Just so you're not ruining an entire comfort ship? Um, and Captain Tarn asks for volunteers, uh, for people willing to uh, take a uh, pleasure cruise on a uh, on a uh, on a on a uh, uh, wealthy man's yacht for a few for a few weeks and uh, catch up, and, and then you know, and then and then uh, and then you know, hang out, hang out in Shenhood until, until everyone. Yeah. The entire crew goes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so I like I don't mean to presume to tell you what to do with your own ship, but uh, it just does seem like uh, scuttling it might be unnecessary. Um, well, if I mean, if you think that more likely they're following you than me, I mean, yeah. Okay, from my point of view, if you're gonna cat, if you're gonna like pirates, have one of two things in, in look they're looking for. They're either looking for cargo they can take and sell or passengers they can capture and ransom. And the ransom for me and Yenda is going to be way more than any of you guys. Right. Because we've got but, a family that'll pay. Yeah, but we have the bigger hold. The moon caller has the bigger hold. It might be the bigger cash payout overall. Hmm. Would, how about if Captain Tarn's crew... Man the man the Samara. Okay. And start sailing it back to Shinhood. Okay. If the ship changes course, could. By the way, there are two ships following. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, if the ship changes course to intercept the Samara, could the moon color? tack in a different direction and maybe intercept them since we're so much faster? Um, 
That's conceivable. Um, uh, uh, I mean, if, there's perhaps some recon that we could also do to try to understand better what the deal is with these other two ships. Yeah. So if we could kind of just sort of go around in a circle to the point where we can protect the Samara long enough for it to be on its way back, forcing them to choose one or the other. Um, and then we see what they choose. And if they split up, then we deal with that. I, I think there's also the possibility that we could potentially say, hey, stop following us. <laughs> We're warning you. I, well, I feel that by sending the Samara in another direction, we're asking that crew to take on an unacceptable risk because mm. none of us will be with them. So they will have no magical protection, only their own wits to navigate by. And we know these waters are both full of creatures that will attack and also probably pirates. We're only a couple of days out of Shinhood. So there's not, so the distance wouldn't be that bad. I mean, my, my concern would be for the, the, the crew as well, in the sense that the alternative plan before we started talking about it was that we were already going to scuttle the entire ship. So it seems like that's expendable. Well, the ship itself is just a ship. Well, yes, I'm just, no, that's, no, that's my point. That's my point is that uh, if the entire intent is to salvage the ship rather than scuttling it, the risk we want to minimize in trying to save the ship is we, we don't want to be uh, losing crew in place of a ship. I have an idea. I'll turn myself into a giant eagle and Avaloki can fly on me and we can go over and ascertain the situation. Keep in mind that those ships that are following you are 12 miles away right now. Don't we have any like binoculars or anything? Well, 12 this is, miles is... Uh, this is the, with, your, with a spyglass from the top of the crow's nest, you can just mm -hmm. barely make out the sails on the horizon. Oh, okay. That's... And and there's a certain amount of haze and stuff like that. You can you basically all you can tell right now is that there are sails out there, and they're big enough to be noticed at twelve miles away. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, see, the problem with the ocean is there's just without a, a handy fog bank, there's just uh, not a lot of cover. No. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, I just hate to see a ship, nice a nice ship scuttled for no reason. I, um, uh, Captain Torn says that if we if he hooks it up and tows it, and then puts out all sail, might be able to make a little better time than sailing alongside it. It still yeah. will not be his maximum speed, mm -hmm. but it will mean that he can put up his full sail, take advantage of every breath of wind, and uh, and uh, um, uh, uh, and uh, and keep the Samara 
but that would be a less that would be less less speed. Well, so how many more days are we adding to our journey if we attempt to bring both ships with us? Probably a day. The question is the question is not the question is not is, is more likely that the pursuers would catch, catch up. up. Yes. Yeah. Um, I still say I can set the ships on fire. <laughs> well, I, I think if nothing else, if they get closer, that gives us like the the problem right now with trying to scout them out a little bit is that they are too far away. And so if they continue to pursue and they get closer, then not only do we have a better understanding of their intentions, just on the basis that they're continuing to follow us, but also then when they get closer, we can revisit the plan about uh, flying over there and confronting them and saying, hey, why are you following us? Go away. This is a group conversation, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, oh. Yeah, you know... Yeah. Sherby mentioned setting it on fire, and, and Sheila says, you know, if push comes to shove and they're willing to sacrifice a ship, I, I think that's the perfect plan. Set that thing on fire and aim it uh, right at whoever. Yeah, set it on fire and cut it loose. Yeah, I like that plan. Well, not, not cut it loose, aim it. Well, I mean, that would be that would be a tactic to take once, they're, once the enemy is closer. Right. That's, that's what Sheila was saying. Okay. So, yeah, Captain, let's, let's... Captain Tarn says that's a marvelous tactic, but usually only works when the enemy is in, in a confined space like a strait or, or, or a harbor. Um, out in the open ocean, it's fairly easy to, to dodge that. But, uh, you know, I, I think there, there comes a point when um, if the pirates are choosing to engage the Order of the Violet Dawn, we can demonstrate why they should not do that. Um, uh, 12 miles. About how long does it take a dolphin to swim that far? Um, uh, be about two hours. All right. In about 10 minutes, I can cast speak with animals. I don't need to touch it, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys want me to try that? What handy dolphin? I mean, we could turn into a dolphin, a bird, but if we're doing or... that, there's no further need to. Um, so, okay, so... Uh, make make a uh, somebody um, uh, 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 Shay make a um, roll percentile dice. Uh, sure. So that'd be uh, where are they? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Eighty-six. I'm sorry, eight. Wait. Okay, you know what? I think I'm doing this wrong, but 86. Okay. Um, Jigiji is actually the one who spotted the sails. Um, and uh, uh, the. Um, she knows that sometimes scavengers of various sorts will follow, uh, fo follow a ship going out mm -hmm. to sea just to, you know, pick up their garbage and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and you don't have a, um, uh, you don't have anything in the water following you, but there is, there is a couple of, or a couple of seagulls that are, that are uh, hanging around the ship and uh, grabbing scraps when they can. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Um, all right. 
Uh, within line of sight of each other. Okay. I had the wrong spell. I was looking at um, speak with animals. I have beast bond with uh, Chigig. Um, yeah, okay. I was just thinking it would be a way to see what's on the ship without without getting close to it or whatever. Because um, I can see through... Can I see through its eyes? No. No, but you can oh. you can send it messages and yeah. and it can com communicate simple concepts to you. Yeah, never mind. That spell sucks. I don't like this. <laughs> well, I'm just find familiar. Circumstances, I want my like fucking the... fine familiar. I know how to use that shit. <laughs> really good. Well, man. take a level in wizard next 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 uh, next level and, uh, and 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 then we'll be able to do that. Fine. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay, so um, so the plan for now is to tow the Samara and uh, make best speed with, with what you've got there. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that the plan? Any, any objections? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, I think so. Yeah. Um, we try to preserve the I ship if we can. Mm -hmm. We consider it expendable if necessary. But uh, but ideally not. Um, but I think if these ships continue to pursue, which it seems like they might, then once they get a little closer, we can have a better assessment of okay. how much of a problem they are. Okay. Um, you make your best time during the day. Um, the ships do catch up a little bit over the course of the day. Mm -hmm. um, at night, you can see their lights off in the distance that they're that they're they're uh, they're they turn they've got ship's lanterns on um captain tarn says that um it's there's enough of a moon that he can't really use the option that he has used sometimes which is to turn out all the lights and change direction um and evade ch pursuers that way um there's too much there's too much moonlight to screw clear if it was overcast, he'd be able to do that. If it was, if there was a new moon, he'd be able to do that. But unfortunately, that 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 option is not available. So, he's continuing to make the best time that he can, uh, uh, in the direction of basically in the direction of travel. Uh, mm -hmm. Fields day the nineteenth of teal dawns with a gentle breeze from the southeast. Temperatures are warm but not sweltering, uh, and it's mostly cloudy. Um, you are, again, making good time, but the ships following are starting to catch up. Um, through the spyglass, Captain Tarn reports that the ship's hulls are red. That means they're either from the Scarlet Hawks or the Order of the Embrace. He can't see the sails or banners well enough to tell, but um, he's pretty sure it's the Scarlet Hawks, which are a pirate fleet, because the Paladins don't have ships that big. Um, um, can you keep back that explanation deal? up just a step or two? Are these two groups that the group is familiar with? Um, Scarlet Hawks are a pirate fleet that they've heard of but never encountered. Mm -hmm. The Order of the Embrace is an order of knights that they have uh, they have encountered in the past, but yeah, never heard of. They they yeah. went to uh, kill a dragon that we decided to avoid. Um, there was a little bit of judginess from their part of like us not feeling the need to go and immediately kill a dragon upon hearing that one existed and uh 
but uh, otherwise, we were not really in opposition. It was more <laughs> just like they wanted what they wanted, and we wanted something mm-hmm. else, so we parted ways. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I mean, you if also, anything, we helped them, right? Yep, you did help them because you gave them a sale so that they could make time to the to the to the to their destination. Uh, because the dragon had burned up all their sails. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, uh, and you had also heard that they had succeeded in slaying that dragon. Right. Okay. So um, we're pretty sure these are pirates then. Well, but, so with this particular, like, if they are the the pirates, um, like, what does Tarn know about them? Because obviously, like, we've established that he's got like some connections with the whole yeah. like pirate these the, 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 the scarlet hawks are they're okay first off cool name the most of the as he puts it independent operators uh operate from places <laughs> like portakensis which are small out of the way ports where they can you know sell the things that they find easily and um, and, you know, get privateer contracts, you know, because all the houses are constantly maneuvering with each other. So you get, you know, you get a letter of mark from one house to take a ship from another house. And, and then next year, it could be the other way around. And everybody kind of understands that this is a, this is a flexible situation. Sure. I, I think Avaloki here is like Porter Consistence just says, oh, yeah, like where we hired you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, Scarlet Hawks take it a level deeper. They've established their own base somewhere off in the north part of the ocean. Um, they've got somebody smuggling the cargoes that they steal for them to get money. Nobody really knows exactly who they're dealing with. And as a result, they prey on everybody. They will, they will prey on independents, house ships, whoever they come across. Um, and they're pretty merciless. Uh, most of the time, if a privateer, you know, comes alongside and it's clear that they've got the advantage, you know, you put up the white flag and, you know, give them what they want and they let the ship go. Scarlet Hawks, they come in, they take everything. If they can take the ship intact, they'll take that. They, if they, if they, you know, if they, you know, if there's crew on board that they can impress into their service, they'll take them. This is, they're, they're an order of magnitude worse than any other pirates you can find mm-hmm. well um, I mean, they're not just slaughtering people wholesale um and yeah they take they take people if they find important people on board they take them hostage and ransom mm-hmm. them no they don't usually ransom them themselves they turn them over to you know somebody else to uh to handle that as a as a you know third party so that they don't get uh tracked down as easily um uh they're the, and nobody's been able to figure out where their where their home base is it's so, probably someplace any... up in the in the in the mountains between um, uh, on, in the northeastern border, and we're nowhere uh, near that general area, right? So it's not like we're no, you're well, you are in the area. Shenhood is in the area where they patrol out to find to find um, uh, 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 targets. Right, um, but what I'm saying is like, uh, how do I put this? I don't want a meta game. Like we're not. The the waters that we're in have been charted, and it's not like we accidentally just stumbled into their lair. Somehow. No, 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 no. They they right. okay. they they were like it. What what Captain Tarn says is that they were probably were watching for mm-hmm. ships coming this direction um, mm-hmm. from Shenhood, uh, and and you know knew that we would be coming by. 
Okay. Um, so, so the question I think is, were we just targets of opportunity that they would have followed any ship or do they know it's us? And if they know it's us, are they following us or are they following the Samara? Captain Tarn. Okay. We were not real subtle about taking Macron and Yenda aboard in Shenhood. Hmm. Um, and they're pretty high, rich people. They're important okay. people. Um, and they're also important people far from home, mm-hmm. um, which is, makes them a better target as well. Um, because if we were, you know, if we were near Tabatabai, then, then, you know, House Diab and its allies could send out a fleet to, to try and take these guys out, but we're not, we're not in a place where House Diab can project a lot of power. Um, so, uh, it could very well be that they're after Macron and Yenda. It also could be that one of the enemies you guys have made in the, among the syndicate have decided to, uh, to uh, we can take you down a peg and have sent a message to the Scarlet Hawks, maybe offering a prize if something happens to you. Uh, that has been known to happen. Um, uh, or, uh, or yeah, or we might have just been there in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, any of those three is a possibility. Um, I think the fact that... Um, I think it's more likely, though, given that that they didn't show up until we were out in the ocean a ways, that they were they were chasing for they were looking for us. Mm-hmm. Um, heck, they may have been looking for us every time we've left Shenhood, and it's only because we were going slower that they 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 caught us this time. So, for context here, I think Avaloki is in summer mode, mm-hmm. so people can okay. interpret that. Um, but I think Avaloki at this point is saying. Well, if it seems clear that they're going to follow us to our destination wherever we go, then I would just as soon not lead them anywhere closer to uh, other pillaging targets. And so if they propose to uh, uh, attack, they uh, will find that we are a more difficult target than they are ready for, I think. And so why not bring the fight to them? Perhaps if we can uh, demonstrate a show of force, they will... Uh, break off pursuit and uh, look for more convenient targets elsewhere. Mm. Well, we we're sure that it's just the. Uh, it depends the on it depends on what ships those are. Um, some of the ships in the Scarlet Scarlet Hawks are a match for the Mooncaller, and some of them are bigger and nastier. No, we're not, I'm not talking about ship to ship battle. We board their ship. You board their ship. Well, uh, that's uh, that is an option. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I mean, are, if you were do to... we know? Do we have a pretty good idea that they're going to catch us, even if we go full steam ahead? Uh, no, that's not. Captain Tarn says that's not. That's if the weather holds the way it is, mm-hmm. with just gentle breezes, not a lot of ocean, not a lot of no, you know, no heavy seas. Um, yeah, they'll catch us. But if, uh, if we get some, we get some fog, mm-hmm. if we get an overcast night, mm-hmm. if we get, um, a, uh, a storm, a mild storm, I hope, uh, we could lose them. Mm-hmm. 
It's uh, well, they're still quite a long way off. Um, mm-hmm. So so. So what I'm proposing is something along the lines of once they are within range for us to do so, we revisit Sherby's plan about she turns into a giant eagle. I and perhaps anyone else who would like to come along, we fly over there. We shout down at them that they should uh, leave well enough alone. And if they say no, then I fire fireball them from uh, the sky. I'm going to take Mage Hand and poke a cloud. <laughs> Do something. I mean, if oh. I set their sails on fire when they are still out of range for their ship to do anything to us. Hmm. Yeah. Perhaps they will uh, reconsider. Um. Hmm. I don't... Um, Captain Tarn I'm... says one thing to consider in your um, in your tactics mm-hmm. um, the uh, the Scarlet Hawks are known for employing Aracocra Marines mm. they fly right yes yeah okay not as fast as a giant eagle but they're fast Right. Uh, they're bird marines. That's funny. <laughs> um, can they swim? No. No, the Aracoca tend to be ter- terrible swimmers. So maybe we're better off coming from below somehow. Mm. So for that, for that matter, uh, it, you know, not only does Sherby have the capability of casting uh, water breathing or something to that effect, but I can also do it to myself uh, temporarily. Uh, with I have a spell that can give me uh, a swimming speed and the ability to breathe underwater for an hour or so. So if needed, we could uh, abandon the aerial assault and uh, go underwater. Hey, are all the animals that are on Earth pretty much in this um, universe? Uh, more or less, yeah. Um, you can't use a polymorph spell unless you've actually seen the animals. So if it's Would good, we have seen a narwhal? A narwhal. Yeah. I, that's a tends to be an Arctic kind of animal, so uh-huh. no, you haven't seen our nor. No, oh. I was just thinking it'd be kind of cool if we all just like charged at it with <laughs> rammed it. Yeah. yeah Actually, I guess it's narwhals. That's the that's the plesiosaurus uh, argument. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, hmm. When you turn into something, you can just turn into one, right? Like you can't turn into a whole bunch of no of no. of of weevils. No, no but we could, we could have more than one of us become uh, a creature. Uh, Sherby, I'd like to become a flock of bats. <laughs> um, uh, what was that? Oh, it was a series of bats. Um, yeah, hello from the magic cabinet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. My coworker actually put up a decoration for Halloween. She's like, yeah, it's just a series of bats on a string. And I start cracking up. <laughs> I couldn't explain it. Um, I'm just like, trying to think of what is the quickest. I would like to introduce most... The, mo- the most recent member of our household. Oh, 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 
This is Toki, our, our new kitten. Oh, And uh, and she just came in and was poking around looking for looking for some fun, and and I decided to grab her and uh, introduce and her. And a butthole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, Toki. I just watched Cats last night. Oh. <laughs> um, oh. That uh, sure is a movie. <laughs> it is. It is. I, you know what's really funny is I'm I'm not going to do it here. But mm-hmm. so my friend, I was like, hey, let's watch Cats because we've been doing this thing where we watch like a good movie that's interesting and then like a bad movie that's interesting and we talk about them. Right. Uh, so this is something that I did not realize about myself, and you guys might be very surprised to learn this. I know a butt ton of facts about the musical cats like what the cats names are that don't have songs what the poems were that it was from what the various set design was going to do blah, blah. and i'm sitting there i'm like yeah, and they got this wrong and, da, 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 and that's not cassandra's line and that's not calico and my friend just looks at me and i stop in the middle of a sentence i'm like yeah you thought i was cool at one point didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of where my mind was going but it was good there were there were no buttholes oh. um but uh, in New York City, uh, having encyclopedic knowledge of Broadway plays tends to make you cool. Yeah, <laughs> so anyways, anyways, back... speaking of animals, I am trying to think of the fastest, most destructive animal that would come up that like we don't have to worry about size. Like we have to worry about size, right? Like we can't just be. Well, it's, it's a matter of, of, of uh, challenging. Yeah, if, if it's a big ship. um it would probably be hard for us to turn into anything capable of seriously damaging a big ship. Because what I'm saying is you, you can't just transform yourself into something that's a different size of, than the animal that you've seen, right? Well, well, so like, no, we like, so like, for example, we could polymorph into a mammoth and have done, right? Mm-hmm. But we can't just like say a dolphin, but a big one. Right, like right. We, so you right. can't. It has, it has to be. You, you get a, uh, you an get actual a, creature, a standard example of the animal. Yeah. Okay, so you can't be like an eighty-five foot sh- pistol shrimp because that would. Do that. <laughs> no. um, yeah. Actually, yeah, that would. Um, I, you know, unless what? unless I in fact have you encounter an eighty-five foot pistol shrimp, ah. I'm going to well, take notes. By the way, we did we did encounter a large abnormality. <laughs> It is conceivable that a large abnormality. Yeah, that was. Uh... We did encounter an incredibly large clam. Yes, yes, <laughs> a very large clam. See, see, the thing with the clam though is that what, what Sherby would want to do is change into the clam in midair and then, and then drop on it. it. <laughs> yeah. Didn't a philosopher die that way? Why, or is like a turtle? Why you and I are friends, Lee? It, it was exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> It was my precise thought process. Um, well, when he said that you could turn somebody into a mammoth, I was thinking about that. Like, go go out as eagle, transform into mammoth, and then I guess you get stabbed by stuff. Well, but, I mean, but like again, like there is an element of like the ma- if you did a mammoth in midair, like the mammoth would take fall damage, but so would whatever it landed on. And does it wait? Does it say anywhere that it has to be one of us that we transform into a mammoth? Or can we just, well, but I, I think could ask also... a bird to fly over there if you don't have to be touching it at the time. Mm-hmm. Turn it into but a I whale think... or a bull of petunias or something. 
Okay. Uh, a whale is a, a whale is a um, challenge rating. Okay. A regular old whale is challenge rating uh, 12, which I think is beyond you at this point for mm. polymorph spells. I believe spells. so. The, let's see, where's my uh, polymorph? Um, killer killer a, whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we can become a, 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 a beast whose challenge rating is equal or less than the target's level. So we wouldn't be able to do a challenge rating 12 until we're level 12. Right. Oh, okay. Right. And what level are, are we all on the same Nine. level? Nine. Well, Nine. sperm whale is only challenge rating eight. So yeah, and a sperm whale would be able to uh, to to knock some knock a ship around a bit. Mm-hmm. We could, and we could do a couple of those. Well, I was just thinking, if I wait, I could finally use that stupid fucking spell, <laughs> and I could ask a bird like, "Hey, would you be a good friend that I definitely am not going to." kill it anyway and just fly above this ship for a little while <laughs> oh and then and then turn the the bird into a yeah <laughs> well, no, so i i love that but the 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 challenge rating of the spell is is like of the target so like yeah. if the bird is just like a challenge rating zero because it's a bird oh. it can't be made into a sperm whale yeah okay yeah it's it's a like that's one of those yeah. like it's All a right. it's a balance rule that doesn't necessarily make any actual sense in terms of what the fictional spell does, but right. you know. Right. Yeah. And yeah, now the cat is yeah, attacking so, my legs. Oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I mean I think we have options is my my point. And I think that the the goal would be to demonstrate to them before they are in range to even attempt to attack the ship, that uh, we are not an easy target and that it, we would uh, suggest that they break off pursuit or we will uh, do it for them. Okay. Um, they will, right now, at, at 12 miles away, they are too far away for um, you to reach them as giant eagles. Right. Yeah. Um, that your your total range of going an hour, you know, a half hour out and a half hour back is four miles. Right. So we would have to, I, and so I think that we don't want to lead them to the Lithereal. Right. Yeah, or that, to any of our other sites, right? Um, that's no good. Yeah. So I would think that if we are planning to confront them, we might as well just sail right at them. Okay. Captain Tarn is 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 a little leery of that. I, um, so I mean, I I absolutely, Captain Tarn, I defer to your judgment when it comes to matters of of ships. Uh, w what would be your your alternative? Give suggestion? it. Give it another day. Just see what happens with the weather. We may get some advantageous weather, in which case our options are, are much wider. Do we hear the chorus yet, or are we still too far away? You're too, too far away. Okay. You're, you're only about a, a third to a half the way there. Right. Okay. So just, you, you know, if we knew what... what yeah. Oh, oh, shoot. You know, uh, I, I, could, uh, I could cast my contact other plane ritual to see what the weather tomorrow would be like. Would it know that? 
I don't know. Maybe not. Um, you've never asked about the future before. Hmm. Do uh, you only just had this spell a little while? Magalad, yeah. uh, are you are you able to um make requests of that nature from your uh your your you know your your moon friend? <laughs> friend. Yes, I'll definitely ask Aunt Flo. Um, <laughs> I functionally, I do not have that spell prepared right now. Well, we're talking about waiting a day anyway, yeah. right? All right. I mean, in that case, then yes. Although, so so to be sure, um, I if you know, we 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 want everybody to be on board with our plan, right? So. Right. I don't want. I I don't think we want to force something that uh, Captain Tarn is uncomfortable with. But I don't also think I I, I likewise don't think that it is uh, desirable to show these pirates where our cool stuff is in the shoals. Um, is everybody else also members of the? Sh- 